Hi, I'm Sammy. I'm Schultz. Josh Siegel. I'm Yoni Pruce. And I'm Aaron Kirkpatrick. And welcome back to the Floater Pod. Um, make sure you check out our website, thefloaterpod.com, coming out today. Pretty exciting. Make sure you check out the Instagram at the Floater Pod. It's all the same. On Spotify, if you haven't already, make sure you click that follow button so that it posts right into your feed when you go on the app. And today, of course, is Wednesday's Watchables special edition, the Office basketball episode. Something we've been planning for uh, what three weeks? Yeah, now? yeah, roughly. We we so. was planning on doing it last week, but Judaism took over. Um, it's very yeah. true. So we became too spiritual. Yeah. There was a spiritual moment. But, <laughs> this is a classic episode of The Office in season one when they're still establishing things. Um, it's just a legendary clash of the titans between The Office and The Warehouse. Yeah. Um, and I'm very excited for this deep yeah. dive. And just before we get into it, what uh, episode are we having tomorrow? Tomorrow, Yoni and I will be doing our Quidditch special. Sammy. Uh, Sammy's Sammy joining. Will join for some comedic relief. <laughs> I know as much about Quidditch as Yoni does at false. this point. That's <laughs> false. I, well, Sammy, I guess we'll I find out. I did an extensive amount of research. Well, you kept asking Joshua positions. You didn't. You don't, I don't you think. Really... Let's put it this way: I've waited a long time for this podcast. Yeah, I was doing my research, and I'm like, "How much am I really going to be talking?" <laughs> it, it's going to be the Josh show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have things to say when it gets quiet. All right. So, but today we're focusing on another magnificent artistic achievement, which is the office. Um, so, should we get started on the game? Should we set up the stakes first? Uh, set the stage. I would like to set up the stage. Yeah. Um, first of all, it is it's worth noting that the starting lineup for the office. Um, and I did player comparisons that you guys can give me your opinion on. Michael Scott is your J.R. Smith of the team. J.R. Smith. Just let me run through <laughs> yeah. him, and then you guys can react. <laughs> Jim, of course, uh, is Larry Legend, yeah. as as is pointed out. Uh, Ryan is Shabazz Napier. I think that was pretty clear. Dwight is Al Horford. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, That's Stanley. fair. Stanley's Anthony Bennett. <laughs> Anthony, and yeah. let's see, like Stanley... And Anthony Meta had the guy giving gifts, but they just couldn't <laughs> quite get it together. Kevin is Davis Breton. Yeah. So there's well, actually your, so there's, this there's... this is a little bit stepping what I'm gonna do later, but um Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher have a really good podcast about the office. It's called Office Ladies. Um and they go through each episode and they were talking about this and the Kevin's part was completely organically written because they had a basketball hoop outside their tra- trailers and they would play. And Brian Bobgardner, the guy who played him, was just a great shooter. And the shot we see at the end of him making shots is was not planned. That was just the camera rolling while they were hanging out. There are disputed accounts of just the actor making either 14 or 23 consecutive shots. Um, but... So that makes so him Davis. Really yeah. How yeah. many fingers does he have, though? Well, that's the issue. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta stop the comparison somewhere. Yeah. To be fair, Davis... everyone only has eight fingers. All right, all right. Thumbs aren't fingers. But, but in that case, yeah. Davis has seven and a yeah. half. That's that yeah. is unfortunate. That makes yeah. him even more talented. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron. <laughs> Welcome to. 
<laughs> um. Also, worth noting that Dwight has a mask. Oh, that was that's my I, first oh, note. My first. Note I made a list. Dwight's Rip Hamilton I, mask is incredible. I made a list about top four mask players of all time in basketball history, and I want your opinion. Right. So it's LeBron. Yeah. For obviously, sixty-one point yeah. game. Yeah. Richard Hamilton because it's just yeah. iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dwight. And then Kyrie Irving, right below Dwight. Yeah, that's Co- Kobe belongs Kobe? somewhere. Kobe, Kobe, yeah, Kobe. He is number. F- the issue is, I I wanted to make. I just wanted the two people who I thought of when I thought of masks. Then Dwight. Yeah. Then somebody who's a great basketball player who I could put Dwight over, and that was the way I wanted my yeah. list. Yeah, Dwight. So. Dwight. Dwight being a good shooter is kind of surprising. Well, it's Dwight's Al Horford, yeah. but he just banks it in. Well, for it's me, perfect there's one play like this in the game. I just wanted to play with Dwight where he just puts his head down, takes like four steps, runs through the defense, but calls a foul on them and chucks up a ball that like hits the top of the backboard and then bounces in, calls an and one, and then like runs down the court pounding his chest. And ones weren't invented until 2008. Uh, it's true. It's true. Yeah. But D- Dwight was very fun to watch. The Dwight versus Madge matchup was phenomenal. He, he was an aggressive defensive mastermind. It's, yeah. It's not Madge. It's the East European gal. <laughs> 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 All right. So should we start off? With our chronological, with with our review of the game. So, did you guys keep score? Because I did. Of course, you did. But yeah. no, I did not. I did not. Can keep I say score. something first that happened before the yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. Um, I cannot. I personally cannot believe that Dwight made the starting lineup after what he did against. Like he embarrassed Michael in front of Todd. Packing. Yeah, he took a shot. People can't yeah. overcome that. Yeah, but I guess Dwight was also. I this I thought about comparing Dwight um to Bill Russell. For a few reasons, and I want you to hear me out. And then I went with Al Horford because of his lucky shots. The Bill Russell comparison is as follows: He was not only a player on the team, but the assistant to the team manager. <laughs> that's that's classic Bill Russell. His knack for knowing where to shoot the ball on the backboard so it falls in <laughs> is something Bill Russell would have mastered had he chosen to. But I think we can agree Al Horford was the right comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw parts of Kobe and Dwight, but I get the Al Horford. <laughs> I see Sorry. some of Latrell Sprewell and Dwight. Latrell Sprewell? Why do you see that? Because a good scorer, and I could totally see Dwight choking his coach. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. Wait, his I coach couldn't. is Michael. Technically, the coach is Michael. Yeah, he would not choke point, his coach. Th- at this <laughs> point, Dwight's really fishing for assistant regional manager. He would not jeopardize That's true. That. If this is season... That is a terrible if it, comparison, if this, is, if this is later on, you know... Yeah, I mean... Talking my, about... Like when, he, like when he... Well, actually, the issue is we can't spoil the show because the only here is watching it for the first time. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Talking about the longevity of the show, you know how everyone's like, if you have to get, like, through the first season to... Actually enjoy the show. You know that, yeah. Like everyone season, says that. Nah. Yeah. I feel like this is one of the episodes that actually saves the first. No, season. Di- this it's episode the big one. The, diversity, the diversity day. day is a legendary episode. That without that, that, try my gookie gookie. Yeah. Personally, I did not was not a huge fan of Diversity Day, but how because you you've only watched the show once, you don't understand the characters. How yet. is one don't not a fan? How is one not a fan of Diversity Day? That's I, I'm not. We don't have to go into this right now. That's a top five office. Diversity Day. Diversity Day is a top five op- office episode. 
all time. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Top, that's, that's a bad call. That that's Josh. top five. Top five on the top, top five really office bad. episode. If, that's really bad. Right, what's your top bad. five? I, I okay. No, it, no, no, just no. off the top of my head, I can easily think of five episodes that are better. First of all, the stress relief part one. The part relief one and two. Stress relief are in my top five in no specific mm-hmm. order. The finale is in my top I five agree with because that. it saves it, it saves the the whole last two seasons. Michael's last Dundies is undoubtedly in my top five. And Office Olympics is great. Office Olympics is probably better, but I think there's episodes that are better than it. The the last episode of season three, the beach day, mm-hmm. undoubtedly yeah, in my top beach five. Games is there. All right. All right. All right. All right. So my number one is Should dinner party. Back? Um oh, God. All okay. night, uh, you made everything. That's <laughs> that might be my fa- dinner party. Might be my favorite episode of TV ever. It's a it's, good episode. The best uh, episode of TV ever, in my opinion, in, in comedy, is a random episode of Friends that I love, where Monica and Chandler are like secretly dating, and Phoebe is trying to trick Chandler into admitting it, oh. and then Joey's in the middle, and they go, "Well, they don't know. We know. They know. We know. They know." But Yoni is being a wet blanket and wants to yeah. get back to what we're supposed to do. I mean, I just recommend it. But <laughs> okay. We can do whatever. All right. Um, can I do some? Can I do some information about the two starting lineups before uh, you set the stage for the rest of the game? Sure. Anyone have an objection? So I I looked up the height of all the characters. Uh, the tallest player on the warehouse was. Jim standing at six foot. Jim's three. not on the warehouse team. That's I mean true. the office. So you had Michael five nine, Ryan five nine, Jim six three, Dwight six two, and Stanley at a towering five ten. Versus Roy, who is six four, Daryl six two, Lonnie six five, and then these last two I don't know if they're accurate because I don't think Jerry is six seven, but that's what they said on famouscelebrities.com. And Madge or the random Eastern European lady is five nine. Okay, so so underside they were playing small ball. So what are we playing for? Well, first and foremost, we're playing for who gets to come to work on Saturday. Um, who doesn't? Well, because yeah, corporate has ordered that some people are going to need to work on Saturday, and they have agreed. Michael called Daryl Chicken and agreed that the winner gets to stay home while the loser has to come in. Well, mm. I don't think that's how you should call it because the winner gets to take the jet skis out to the lake yeah, or go to the outlet. That's true. Um, it's really and then there's also the, right, the, the biggest storyline of this game is Jim is going Jim. up against yeah. Roy. and Well, after the switch. Yeah, I, I have, I have stuff about here. I, I have the switch on here. I ranked that. I ranked that number two in most indefensible coaching decisions or obvious moves that were made too late of defensive switches. It was well, Michael. Michael thought Roy was their best player, and going into the game, there was a certain impression that Michael was the best defensive player on the floor due to his resume. I mean, you're talking about a guy who gets to play with Todd Packer on the weekends. Yes, we also league. saw his shot before the game, though. That he are you kidding me? The guy dunked on a seven and a half foot hoop. <laughs> Yeah, but he also he, he, he threw the ball the under the net. That was clearly just for the television. Uh, the t- like, oh, no. no he was just I, I have a list. I documented up. every play and tried to estimate based on information from the podcast and from stuff I looked up online. 
some stuff is confirmed, some stuff I inferred, inferred whether it was scripted or part of the regular game. Wait, talking about things that were scripted but went wrong, you know how Michael heaves up, like, the half-court mm-hmm. shot and bricks it and goes, like, was wrong with me? I normally make those. He does normally make yeah. those, by the way. In his career, well, from that actually, range, he's a 38% shooter. Yeah. He actually, when they were filming, he actually made the yeah, shot the first, the first time. time. They had to refilm that scene because he yeah. made it. Um, and which I think is a great yeah, little and anecdote. Something that's just cool about this game is that it was filmed over a course of two days. And this is something that's true with a lot of The Office, which is that a lot of it was just improv. Um, so they came into this game sort of with an outlet for things they wanted to happen. Like they needed a couple plays with Michael, a couple plays with Dwight. But a lot of the shots you see are just shots of the guys just playing pickup basketball regularly. And they basically told them, just play basketball and the stuff we like. Play ba- Just play pickup basketball while acting like your characters and the stuff we like is going to go in the episode. So I thought that was pretty cool. And a lot of this is just real regular basketball. Can I give one more player comparison? So the shots of the gym are real? Oh, Larry. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. So I'm going to give uh, Daryl the comparison to Joel. That, that is what I thought, too. And yeah. it goes for a few reasons. First of all, he eats before the game. Yeah. That is exactly yeah. what Joel Embiid does. Uh, <laughs> second of all, the celebration after his shots yeah. is classic Embiid. Put your hands up yeah. and vibe. Yeah. Him and Lonnie's handshake ranked yeah. number six on best basketball handshakes of all time behind four Russell Westbrook handshakes and then LeBron and D-Wade. Um, yeah. I would say in, in theory that uh, Jim, I was going to compare him to Allen Iverson. No. But the way that the fact that Roy compared him to Larry Legend, it just it clicks for me. Yeah. Also, so also, like also, just in general, cross racial player comparisons has always been a gray area in the NBA. So, but you thought Kevin? Well, I mean, you thought that uh, Dwight now Horford was fine. Yeah, but that's more because Dwight is playing as a joke, not as a um. What? Anyway, Dwight's not playing. Well, no, but but you're talking about a guy well, who had a second is... chance. No, no, no. My... After blowing it with Todd Packer, I don't think you guys are getting it. Todd Packer. <laughs> the amount <laughs> Sammy Todd Packer counter coming. All I, all I'm gonna say is that not everybody gets to play with Todd Packer, and for Michael to say Dwight, come join me, and for Dwight to stink it up. Now, granted, it seems like he was on that day because his shot almost went in like when he crumpled up that paper that was really good for him and like I thought he had it I think that there must have been some sort of draft in the office that day but I I was just impressed with Dwight and it was a revenge I just love how Dwight misses this shot he looks at Michael and just puts his fingers together and he's like this close it really was (laughs) Um, All right, so should we start talking about the game Um, so there's the tip off and it goes to Stanley And it is Stanley issues one of the most memorable gifs of the past 20 years. I mean, that shot of him dribbling has just stood the test of time. He has terrible form. He's slapping the ball onto the floor. It's stolen from him. The warehouse gets a transition bucket. And Michael is shocked and devastated. Yeah, Michael earlier called him secret weapon. (laughs) Yeah. And well, and then when he's picking the teams, he says Stanley, of course. 
Yeah, I have, much like Anthony I, Bennett for space yeah. for no reason. Of course, it, it's that's truly just a classic shot. Um, yeah. so Josh, from your tally, how many actual scripted plays were there? So in, the in total, there were nineteen plays, I believe, and nine of them were regular. Um, or no, twenty plays. What's regular nine were like just them playing. Ten were scripted and one was a mix. How's it? So, so the play where Roy elbows Jim. Um, yeah, there was supposed to be a scene where Roy sort of delivers a chip shot at Jim, but that was just David Dedman and um, uh, John Krasinski going for a rebound and David Dedman inadvertently elbowing him. And John Krasinski did actually have a bloody nose. They had to stop playing, but there was supposed to be a scene like that. So they sort of just all went with it. Interesting. I knew the thing about that they had to stop recording for the day because he actually started bleeding yeah. too much, but I didn't realize that's some that. great acting right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing. There's, I mean, there's so much great improv in the show. Some of the best moments are improv. Yeah. I think something that's like really fun is like have you ever watched the office and like the auditions for the characters like the amount of like i guess like you could say high caliber actors that they brought in and that they ended up with like this list of actors and actresses the cast is incredible they hit every single note perfectly yeah sammy yeah yeah you there yeah it's been quiet for a little while sorry um. All right. So, <laughs> the warehouse is up to nothing, and it's not going well for the office. Right after that, Lonnie makes a jump shot. Jim gets a steal and passes it to Michael, who proceeds to brick it in transition, and Rory gets a bucket. Um. So now it's six nothing. Then Jim just sauces up Roy with a beautiful behind the back move. Um. It becomes six two. And Michael's sort of starting to take over a little bit, not in a good way. He misses the aforementioned half-court shot. Then Dwight makes a jumper to cut it to 6-4. But Michael is upset because he says that he was open. He was open. Um, but it was... Was that the play when Michael goes baseline and yeah. Dwight still I mean, shoots? it was a good shot yeah. from Dwight. It was a good shot. Um, Dwight's got to take that shot 10 Yeah. Um, and then Michael has a charge and just leads to... This is just an incredible sequence of events. So, so first I have... Roy does sort of extend his arm, but it's a ticky-tacky call. It's not a charge. There was a few yeah. calls that could have gone either and way. Then, there was, Brian somehow got an and one when there was no one near him. Yeah, well, and then Michael... I, in order to call this charge, Michael starts hitting his arm, saying like... Oh, he got me there. Charge, charge. Then we're shooting free throws even though it's pickup and you're not supposed to have free throws off of an offensive foul in regular basketball. There's You've clearly never played warehouse yeah, basketball. There's no indication of any bonus then. My, no, there's Michael Michael has basketball. an extended free throw routine, which I clocked at 18 seconds before he takes the shot. Where he's just dribbling and holding the ball, and it's rivaled to that of only Jackie Moon, and then proceeds to just miss horrendously. Um, 
I personally thought he was going to go with the underhand shot. Yeah, and that would have been funny. Yeah. So too. But yeah, he didn't. But yeah, I, I just found so, that sequence incredible. Here's an interesting tidbit. Yeah. Um, he Michael Josh, you know his stats for the game. Uh, I actually have the Ringer box score screenshotted. And so you want to share with us Michael's stats? Sure. Let me just pull it up. All right. In the meantime, I'm gonna. The point of this is I have an interesting tidbit that occurs later in the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, and he, so, here, I have it up Josh, you got it? Yeah. He was 0 for 4 from the field, 0 for 2 from the line, with a turnover and a game score of negative 4.6. So, do we remember the only shot Michael made in the series? Only shot he made? Yeah. Which shots did he make? Aside from the dunks? No, like like after the basketball. I can't game. say I ever remember him making a shot. Oh, I haven't seen. Yoni, you're gonna want to close your ears. I'll close them. I'm trying All to. Right, think. Now Yoni's ears are closed. Right before Michael leaves, he does the little behind the head. Goodbye, warehouse. See you, warehouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, his, he does it so many times. times. But he makes one, and he ends on a make, and it's just very Michael Scott. Yeah. Because you miss one hundred percent. Screw up until you end on the make. You don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Yeah. Yoni. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You're back. All right. I'm not your zero. Okay. Um. Okay. I have another question that's just, just showing up because Daryl um gets a bucket right after this, and it doesn't seem like anybody is guarding Daryl. And my question is. Ryan seems to be lollygagging on defense because if we go back to pregame, now, Ryan didn't stretch before yeah, the game. I mean, this is admittedly a mismatch, but Michael tells Ryan to guard Daryl. But then we see right before this play that Ryan is guarding Lonnie and then Daryl is uncovered for the layup. So I think Ryan is playing some James Harden defense right there. Well, I, I, that's why I compare him to Shabazz Napier. He's a guy who will get you a bucket on offense. But don't expect him to give you any value on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't really there to play basketball. He was there because he just wanted money for a free lunch break. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. He was just more interested in his contract than anything. Yeah. Yeah, he was there so he can't get yeah. That is beautifully spoken, yeah. Yoni. Uh, that well played, is the Yoni. State Thank Farm you. point of the Thank pod. <laughs> Presented by Geico. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the Dunder Mifflin Infinity point of the pod. Oh, man. I invested that at the wrong or, time. No, that's the wolf point of the pod. Wolf. Yeah, that's what we're going with. No, nope, we're just going gonna with name wolf. Everything? That's the wolf point of the pod. Why not that's, the Michael no, Scott No, that's paper the serenity by the Dan <laughs> point of the pod. What about athlete <sighs> point of the pod? Uh, Athletes. Wait, actually, athlete yeah, it's too many... Too many complications with it. What but... about the Sabre Saber point of the pod? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's presented by Sabre. <laughs> what about the Robert California Demetrius Vickers point of the pod? Angela Vickers, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um. So. Oh wait, what about the what about the awards? If you guys are the pod. Wait, nope. wait. I have Let's one thing to say. About the fact that Jackie Moon is played by Will Ferrell, right? And then he yeah. comes yeah. in to the office as D'Angelo Jeremetrius Vickers, 
Michael Scott's replacement, sorry, Yoni. And and he ends up dying almost. <laughs> he, no, he does die. Dog. They say in season eight that he dies. Well, well he, he dies, dies he comes back later in the episode yeah. to tell a joke. So he it's di- very he, unclear. He dies trying to impersonate Dr. J's free throw line. I should not have been on this episode. <laughs> I was spoiling everything. Yoni, you should have... Uni, you were 18. You should have watched the show by now. Is the real problem. That's really yeah, it's the problem. Are you mad at me, Yoni? Are you mad? What? I mean, not really. Yoni, t- actually, in Sammy's defense, we were in Israel, and you chose to rewatch a show you've already watched rather than watch a new show. Yeah, because I don't... Didn't we choose to rewatch the Office basketball game for a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You guys rewatch The Office, and I rewatch yeah. another show that I watched. That's not. That's not <laughs> you don't need to spoil something for me later, okay? <laughs> All right. So if we're moving that's on okay. in the game. Okay. Daryl makes his bucket. Ryan makes one free throw. We never see the other free throw. Um, so it's eight five now, and then Dwight elbows Mads, delivers an, and gets a transition bucket to make it eight seven. Then Michael throws the ball off. On, um, Roy. Gets a steal while Michael is trying to be a Harlem Globetrotter and gets a transition to bucket up. to make it 10 7. Um, there should have been a delay of game call on Roy there for bringing the ball back out to Michael. Yeah. Um, then Jim gets a bucket of a Michael screen, which is just a, it's actually a really great play by Michael. Jim makes a backdoor cut um, and finish as well. We're now at 10-9. Um, Roy then delivers the elbow on Jim, and at this point Jim is just takes over. He makes um, he takes a fade away, sort of like the Leitner play, makes it 11-10. Then you get to steal and finish in transition 13-10. Another fade away 15-10. Daryl channeling his inner Joel Embiid takes instead of going down low, banks in a pretty ugly shot to make it 15-12. Then Dwight steals the... Wait, Josh, how do you know they, they want There were no three-pointers. Three I mean, it was... There's no three-point line. Okay, it's clear that neither Josh or KB have ever played this warehouse is, basketball. Um, this is warehouse basketball before. There's only four-pointers That's exactly right. Um, you only not play dairy-free warehouse basketball Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. With Tom Packer? That's why that's why Michael was going for the half court shot because that's a four pointer right there. So Dwight Got it. is dribbling or Ryan is dribbling and Dwight steals it from his own teammate and scores to make it seventeen twelve. And then that was our a last jumper. Our like last bucket it is was. Phyllis Bucket, who gets a nice bounce to make it nineteen twelve, and then Michael once Well, no. I'm gonna defend Michael here. Okay. That was a flagrant, intentional, personal foul. And in warehouse basketball, whoever's winning at the time wins. Yeah, well... And for the warehouse, I, I was disappointed well, in the warehouse. That, that, that moment was missing Jeremy Lazoff because, I mean, Michael called a flagrant, personal, intentional foul. and It was. And we need Jeremy there to make that call. Yeah, to be fair, even yeah. Michael wasn't making the call if you... 
uh, pause it after Michael gets elbowed. You look in the background. Dwight's calling for Yeah, but technical. not a flagrant intentional personal. Yeah. And I really do think it's important to explain the, the difference. A flagrant intentional personal foul <laughs> is basically a foul that transcends the game. <laughs> and at that point, it's just too dangerous to continue. Yeah. Like, I, the league itself had to make a decision at the time, and Michael, as the head of the league, decided fairly, whoever was ahead wins. It happened. He had no idea. He didn't just ask Angela who was winning or anything. So, yeah. And so it he was asked clear to yeah. me that it was a dirty play and that Michael made the right call. And I'm sure that the issue for Michael is now he has to work Saturday, so he can't make the league with Todd Packer, which yeah. is another issue. Um, Todd Packer. But so, and this is a Todd Packer. This is a fun little. All right. This is a fun little tidbit that I noticed in the Ringers box score, and I went back when I was rewatching. I noticed it, and this is true. We don't see the warehouse miss a shot, and we only see one turnover when Jim steals it. Otherwise, the only warehouse possessions are box. So the warehouse played almost a perfect game, but lost by seven. Wait, no, Josh. We do know a warehouse possession where they don't score. Uh, the one where Jim gets elbow. Yeah, that's a tur- that's a. Yeah. And- do they call a turnover there, though, or do they just stop play? They stop play, but that's a warehouse. All right. So, well, there was one other turnover. And I'm assuming Jim it's a turnover. Away, but either way, we don't see the warehouse miss a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, Josh. Come on. No, your facts and, we also, and we also have the moment where um, Dwight takes the ball from the That's European true. one. Josh, yeah. this was yep. the rough Well, that was, that was your uh, research. Then, hold time. Josh, time Josh, Josh just apologize and let's hold move on. on. Give him his time out. All Josh, right, they, the match play wasn't a turnover also, because that was off the scramble. We don't see who has it. The ringers box no, score. Yes, no, no, no. The ringers. Josh, Daryl won no, turnover no, and Roy no, won turnover. No, Madge has zero turnovers. No, Madge's no. final. Wait, Madge's final stats: zero for zero, zero from the field, zero point zero. I did not record a stat. You know what? Well, then, as Josh, the floater, we're going to take new stats, and yeah. there's more turnovers. It was pretty obvious, including Madge had the ball. This, yeah. Josh, no. recollect yourself. Josh, come this back is with rough facts you. in the future. I did come back with facts. All right. I think next up we should go in. We should go okay. into the awards section of this. Yeah. Has I have an award. Okay. If we're okay. Oh. I the Michael Scott Dunder Mifflin Award for worst call. Well, so the, so, so the Dundee for worst call. No. No, that's the Dundee. Dundee. I'm talking about the Michael Scott Office Award. For worst call. The worst call? Could be could be call. anything from having himself guard Roy to calling that flagrant and intentional personal foul if you don't merit it. I think it's having himself guard Roy. I mean that's indefensible. That I put is one worse. It's number two in obvious moves that were made too late by switching Jim on to Roy. Number one call waiting till game four to put Gary Payton on Michael Jordan in nineteen ninety six. And number three was Casey Jones waiting till game four and 84 to put DJ on magic. Um, what about number four, Atlanta passing the ball in the Super Bowl being up 28 to three? Is that an obvious defensive yeah. switch onto a player that was made too late? 
No, I'm saying an indefensible okay, call. Okay, but I'm talking about indefensible. I'm talking about obvious calls. Off- would be saying that Zach Ertz's touchdown was a touchdown. It, when oh, I'm still all off. year that was not a touchdown. <laughs> it was. Also, Zach, Clements Corey was Clement. not. Zach Ertz Corey was. Clement, but... That was. Zach okay. Ertz? Okay. Um, oh my God. No, 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 no. Yoni, use, uh, you can write an article about this for floaterpod.com. Yeah, I guess um, I will. plug right there. Make sure you check oh, out floaterpod.com. So, had to. I, I have to say that the best moment in this entire game is after Phyllis makes your shot. You have Michael. Wait, no, Yoni. Insane reaction. That was going to be, that was my Monmouth crowd reaction award. All right, would you like to give your reaction right now? Well, so, no, no, you can go ahead with it, but then I'll just dub it as the Monmouth Best Crowd Reaction or Team Reaction Award. I feel like that award should go to Daryl Alani. As we... No, No, that's the Russell Westbrook Handshake Award. If you watch... (laughs) Yeah. As in last week, as in our last watchable, when it went to Gerardo Parra, Coming out after the Juan, Juan Soto. Soto hit, yeah, Juan Soto, Michael and Juan no, Soto, yeah, Juan Soto, Juan, Juan Soto. Okay, in this case, it's after Phyllis makes a shot to make them go up. What? Josh, 19, 15, 12, 10 or 17, final 10. score. Oh boy. Well, good thing I can count. After they go up nineteen twelve, Michael starts humping the air, yelling in your face, and Dwight behind him is like just throwing up his arms. So. That gets the Monmouth. Can uh, I give an award? Also now? for Team that action award. Oh no! Nope, yeah. Apparently not. I'm giving one more. When Michael <laughs> and Dwight started chanting defense while they were playing defense, I really appreciated and that. And that was my award. Uh, and there's my award. <laughs> Love you, guys. That is the that's called the Scotty Pippen intensity award, <laughs> and it goes to Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no! That I've never. I've never chanted I'm defense gonna start. in game. I think it's a beautiful strategy. It was really funny. Head. Sammy, how will you also, start? Also, one day. Also, uh, fall of 2021, I'm doing it. Um, that's what fall I'm of 2021. Saying, so, yeah. I uh, I think that I'm going to give it I'm, – I'm coming up with a word now on the fly because Josh just took one of mine kind of. And I'm going to give the um, – what's it called? I have to name it. Oh, boy. I'll call it the Harlem Globetrotter Award. No, that's too easy. Hold on, it's come back to me. <laughs> Is it for no, no, no. Michael Harlem Globetrotter? Okay. okay, come back to you. Then I think we'll move on to next. Uh, what's age the worst? I don't think. I think this is kind of just something that we wouldn't see on TV anymore. Was Michael's blatant what racism when he's picking the team? He goes. I mean, his Stanley, Stanley thing is. I don't see how that's racist. His Stanley thing is there throughout. No, no, the series. and then. But then Oscar says he can play. That, I mean, but says, that's we'll just the series too. When Oscar comes back in season three, they hold a fiesta for him. This no, this I'm not, is I'm not, not a disagreeing good thing. that that doesn't happen throughout the it's season. It's a comedy show. Yeah, I'm saying, comedy shows. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that would not pass in like I, a show today. I mean, I think that's always still in shows today. Yeah. But okay, some of the best moments from the series are not as blatantly moments where. What about like, just when I mean, just it? No, got yeah. it. Oh god. 
No, Josh, we're sticking okay. to this episode, Josh. We're talking about this okay. episode. Sammy, did no, you think I, of your I, award? I was thinking about what you so were saying. So I have a couple things for what's age the worst. Um, <laughs> first, I have shooting free throws and pickup. Um, just generally, that's age the worst. Josh, we really have to have a discussion. Yeah. This is not pickup basketball. You don't understand warehouse. This is warehouse. So are we shooting free basketball? basketball? Is just a lot different. And frankly, I'm a little disappointed you didn't do research for this pod. It seems like. Well, uh, excuse me. Did you listen to an entire podcast discussing this episode? You had already listened to that podcast. I had. Don't pretend like it was for this. Wait, pod. I went back I'm, and we listened to it though. I'm with. I'm with Sammy on this one, Josh. It's warehouse basketball. And then you also had your stats. You wrong. had the score wrong. Like most, Yoni had to even watch the show. I... And once again, it looked like I won the podcast. No, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I won the podcast. Really. <laughs> All right. What's age the uh, best? I really think I've won the podcast. Uh, so I think Stanley dribbling. I say it's the best. Just that. That that's moment. age the worst. <laughs> That's both amazing and then incredibly terrible. I just love that moment so much. That's a, that's the most one other thing sequence. that is the worst that's in the episode, but not the game. Is um, mm-hmm. what seems the worst is like the warehouse guys intimidating Michael because by the end of the series, like they all respect yeah. Michael yeah. in a different way. Also, just Michael's hair in season one. Michael's whole. I, like because they they, Michael, they completely reinvented Michael. They made him more like yeah. they made him likable in Lost season two. Lost a lot two. of weight too. Yeah. Well, I think that's because he had to get in shape for forty year old version. Um, version of what? It's a movie that he. I know it's a, a version. Guys, come on! Thank you. But um, yeah, I, I no, you. they completely made you. they like yeah, made Michael in season one. Michael's just an asshole in season two. They made him. So I think the difference is in season one. There's an identity of Michael is the only one who has these weird quirks. Like, because, like, if you think about it, like, Kevin never gets... Kevin talks differently by season three. Yeah. He's a much better character. Angela, throughout the series, loosens up and gets more of an identity. Jim obviously evolves. Like, yeah. It, it's just... It's it's good television. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's seasons two through seven, Michael, are much better. Oh. Um. All right, so it seems we've moved past this specific um, episode. Well, again, <laughs> let's discuss season nine in its entirety while Yoni listens. Oh, there's some sports oh, in season nine. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll save that us, for just, rewatchables. Shall we do a future rewatchables on the on volleyball game at the end of season five? That's, oh my god! That's, that's actually really funny. Stop spoiling everything for Yoni. Like, Josh, I want to say later than season five. No, it's the last episode of season five. Yeah, I guess it is. Oh my god, guys! I didn't even know that. That's even know ridiculous. We had already talked about season seven <laughs> yeah. and nine. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that is okay, no, no, Aaron Sam, first he asks for bad counting ward and it goes to Yoni first. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Wait, what happened seven, to six? Nine, okay, that's how we do it. Six, eight, seven. And we referenced well, season eight no too. Six, so. <laughs> oh, fine. There's an eight. There's obviously no six if there's no five. They're pairs. Come on. Uh oh, something that did age the best was the possible downside. Well, that uh, was very serious. Because that's. 
No, no, but it. You only, you only sorry for yeah, they, did. they never yeah, they ended did. up This downside. is a so really bad office fan moment. Yeah, who, they did. What do you think happened to Devin? Oh, uh, yeah, Halloween. Devin gets fired and then isn't brought back until the finale. And oh, God. <laughs> Wait, Devin gets. I just. I always think of Stanford. Like, no, Stanford wasn't going to get downside. They, they were going to close him over. down. You didn't watch the show. Yeah, did they you? were going to close. Oh, my God. This yes, is I just. D- this is the Josh Eagle right. Unpreparedness right. Award, right. and it goes right. to Aaron Kirkpatrick. <laughs> I think it also has to go to Josh because we did make it this episode what do you mean? about Josh. <laughs> but I'm good either way. I'm good either way. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know how this episode's about Josh, but... All right, Josh, so this is Yoni, just so you guys know, Yoni called yeah. Josh a ball hog <laughs> during this podcast. Yeah, he is a ball hog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So does Josh get the Dwight Schrute award? <laughs> That's a good one. From your teammates? Because <laughs> he also, good. Sammy, he stole your award. That's a great award. That's a fantastic By the show. end, I'm going to be podcast. By the last episode of The Floater, 30 years from now, they're going to name me podcast manager. So, All right, I call assistant to the podcast manager. Podcast manager. And I call assistant to the assistant <laughs> to the podcast manager. So Classic. I'm going to be my assistant's assistant. Days without no nonsense, zero, <laughs> as always, on the Floater Podcast. <laughs> but it's not such a bad thing. It was just unfortunate mm-hmm. that we're doing a show that Yoni chose not to watch. Yeah. Um, like, there's a reason I didn't come on the movie <laughs> podcast, because I haven't seen a lot of the movies. <laughs> um, but that was a good podcast. You boys did a good job. Are we huh. ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I feel like yeah, I'm going to drama A game for this one. No, it was a it was a good rewatchable. Like really yeah. uh, Wednesday is always is watchable day. Next week, like they uh, previewed in yesterday's pod, we have an exciting one coming up. Should we should we tell them who the guest is? Should we? No, wait? definitely not. Should we wait off. Okay, definitely waiting. No, the guest should maybe guest on should Tuesday. We'll see. Next Wednesday, without doubt. I think that I think by Tuesday Sunday we'll, we'll tell them the game it. and we'll it should be good. Um, yeah. Coming up, as I think we mentioned a little, we only mentioned that tomorrow is Quidditch Day. Um, but Friday, we'll be continuing, and I assume Yoni will be there this time, our top 15 at each position. No, Friday is, Friday is video oh, game. Saturday should no, be. No, no, no. We switched it, remember, Josh? Because we're making it Tuesdays and Fridays. That's true. Yeah. yeah and then Fridays Saturday is, uh, is video games day, which is a, I'm really excited for. Yeah. Josh and I will have tons of stories. The four of us will even have well. some stories from Sam, Sam, me and me and Sammy's friendship was basically oh, yes, based on me wa- going to his house to watch him play Madden. We will I mean, we'll talk about that at different times. <laughs> well, well. Okay, and then we'll Sunday uh, is the NFL mock draft first round. Um, I assume we'll do it kind of where. We each get eight picks out of the 32. Like, we switch off and discuss them. Um, so, yeah, yeah a lot of exciting right. stuff. If you're still with us, thank you again. Uh, make sure, once again, check out our new website, which we're very excited for. We'll have some articles for you to read, hopefully daily. Um, we also have, of course, our Instagram, at the Floater Pod. Uh, follow, if you haven't already. Josh, Yoni, Aaron, anything else to say? I've got nothing more. Um, yeah, it's looking, yeah. It's looking uh, future, yeah. as good as it can. It's looking, it's looking very bright. bright. It's looking bright. It's looking bright. I'm eventually going to be watching I WWE, I think. 
So on that I note, will not either. Uh, I can't think of a Sammy? better time than to remind you to stay loyal. <laughs>